Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the weight loss first, real quick. I went to my three. Um, what was it? I went to my last appointment, my three month appointment. Everything's fine. Um, we when you know we doing the weight loss and everything. I need. <laughs> I I just, the clothes just don't fit right. I know I said it before, the clothes don't fit right, but I want to say this to you. If you're thinking about getting this surgery, re- really research it because I'm in, a, in one of those, you know, Facebook groups and in the group, everybody is just like asking questions that I'm just like, sis, we can't give you the answers to that. Say, things such as... um you know, what tastes good, how do we know what tastes good to your taste buds, ma'am, sir, person, like, how are we supposed to know what tastes good for you, or people will ask, like, um, one of the other things is, don't, can you show me what you look like, and my body ain't your body, so you can't really decide that, because when I before having the surgery, if you would have had a conversation about with me about wanting to lose weight, I was always saying, if I could just get down to a size 16, I would be great. Like, the size 16, hmm, that's going to be it. But it's because I had an idea in my, in my head of what a size 16 body looked like. Well, y'all, I fit the 16 today. And I still feel like I barely even lost any weight. Like, did I lose weight? Yes. Do I acknowledge that I get lost weight? Yes. Do I understand that? Yes. But do I feel like it was such a drastic change from where I was? No. I'm ready to go down some more. I'm ready to see a cute 12 or 10 (laughs) at this point. So like you don't know what you are trying to get, you know we can't help you with those type of things because your body's 16 ain't somebody else's body 16. And, you know, because I know a person who is a size 18 and, and when I was a 22, they looked like they were bigger than me. So, you know, it just, you can't tell. So, I don't know. The group is driving me crazy is, I guess, what I'm saying. Because I feel good. I'm out here exercising. I've been doing, you know, lifting a little bit, trying to get these arms toned up. Because they look like bat wings, for real. Like, they don't even look like bat wings. Because bat wings look tight and right. And these things don't look like that. They just loosey-goosey over here. And I'm trying to get it together. So, that's about all I have for it. I don't got no long talk with y'all today about this weight loss surgery. It's going well. My hair still is not thinning or coming out. Thank you, Lord. And you know, I'm trying to get used to my face. It ain't it ain't um easy, but I'm still trying to get used to it. But that's all I got. Research the research the um surgery if you want to have one, you know, the sleeve or the bypass. People ain't doing a lot band, so don't don't think about the lap band no more. From what I understand, it's predominantly the sleeve or the bypass. I had the bypass, and you know, that's it. Did anybody else see K. Michelle's picture on the internet? 
is it just me? Am I the only one? I can't be because I had to talk with someone and we were talking about this girl. She done went and got a whole new face. K. Michelle, some of you may know her from her music. Some of you may know her from her uh, stint on Love and Hip Hop. And some of y'all may know her from uh, whatever she does down in Atlanta. I think she is a business or two down there. I'm not sure what they are, but you know, you may know her from that if you live down there. Anyway, the internet <laughs> the, the internet was talking about her because she has a whole new face. Not like she got her cheeks done or she got her nose done. No, baby girl. She got a whole new face. And, you know, when I was talking to Summer, she was like, well, I'm surprised that she did all of this because I thought she was against plastic surgery, you know, because she was talking about her butt or whatever. And I said, no. K. Michelle was concerned about the surgery that she had done to getting her her butt sculpted because when she got her butt done it was years ago and she did not pay she had no knowledge of what they put into her body and whatever they had put into her body was now attacking her body but that girl never said she was against plastic surgery and clearly she is not because that face is all the way done now I will tell you this whoever did her makeup I mean not her makeup whoever did her her surgery did her face did way better than whoever did like little Kim face but still we looking at a whole new you and then had the the nerve to have like an attitude about it because people saw her on the internet and had something to say about it you posted your picture sis like how how else are we supposed to know that you had this new face unless you posted it and how I don't ever know why people think that if they transform themselves, people who have not seen you in a while and people who, you know, you get your face done, you ain't gone that long. I mean, I don't know how long recovery time is on that, but like people will, will see you and be like, oh my, new face, what's going on here? Like, it's not quiet. Nobody, there, there are so many people who will not silently notice that you have made a transformation. I, you know, with my with my weight loss surgery, this weight's dropping fast. People will notice. They not going to think I'm in the gym. And I don't post no picture saying I'm in the gym. So next thing you know, I'm down 80 pounds. The only reason why it wouldn't look that crazy right now is because we've been in the pandemic and people been in the house. So when you see you, if you have transformed and you have transformed, but still like, okay, Michelle, people won't talk about it. I'm talking about it right now. And I, and you know, I know she like to read people and like the comfort people, whatever, but I wish she would because we could sit down and have a nice conversation for me to say, why did you think people were not going to notice that your face was different? And why did you really think that people were not going to say anything about it? Now, when you put yourself out on the internet, you do submit subject yourself to to the negatives you can't have positive vibes only i know people like to say that all the time but that is not a thing you will get negatives you can't have positives if you don't have negatives so you know you will get the negatives and if you on the internet you are going to get the the yeses and the noes now like i said i think the picture the picture that i saw it looks great it's not that it's a bad picture. It is just that it was like, well, well, look at what we have here. Because people weren't expecting her to be, you know, up there on the internet with the new face. Now, I mean, y'all, 
every time I look at the pictures, it's just insane that it's such a different face. But it looked great. It looked great. I mean, the eyes are still her eyes. She ain't get her eyes done. And the eyes still say K. Michelle. But I don't know, was it because she lost a lot of weight? Because the face is still set. It still says K. Michelle. But it's so, I mean, it say K. Michelle's baby sister. I don't know, y'all. It, it's, it's. I hope that when I make some money, when y'all make me, y'all help make me famous, that, you know, <laughs> whoever is doing this chick's body these days, will get, get in contact with me. Because do I want a whole new face? Probably not. I don't even know what my face look like for real now. Like, I keep on trying to get it together, whatever. But, like, if I feel like I need to get some things done, I would hope that I could get in touch with this surgeon. Because this surgeon then did... A job. He he or she earned every bit of a dollar on the date received for on transforming this girl into somebody way younger, and she just looks different. She don't even just look younger. She definitely looks different. But you know how y'all feel about plastic surgery? Would you get it? Are you against it? Do you think people should never have it? I mean, what's what's the deal? Let me know. Also in entertainment news, Issa Rae is joining the um, Spider-Verse. She's joining the um, animated sequel to the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She will be a part of the sequel as a um, voice actress on that. And that's pretty cool. You know, I, I still like Issa Rae. I'm still following her. Um, Insecure is filming their final season and that'll be coming out soon. I have been watching that since the beginning. Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, so, but you know, Issa Rae has been doing a lot of things. She's doing, she's been, she's not, I don't feel like she's oversaturated at all, but I do feel like, you know, I, I do, uh, celebrate that she's been doing a lot of things. She even has like a record label right now called, I think it's called Issa Radio or something like that. Uh, oh, maybe it's just called Radio because her last name is Ray. So you see how that happened? Okay. Um, I think it's called Radio Project or something like that. I don't know. Look it up. Um, but yes, I think it's kind of dope for somebody to be, you know, for Black dark-skinned black woman to be part of the spider-verse now i like i said it's a voice because it's animated but i don't and i don't know what her character is so i don't know if she's playing a black girl woman person in the series but it's exciting to see because i remember a while ago a couple years back there there was conversation about the comedian donald glover um, the actor, comedian, and rapper, if you know Childish Gambino, it's the same person, if y'all didn't know, um, he, there was conversation that he may be, uh, play Spider-Man in one of the movies, and there was so much black backlash from the people, because everybody was like, Spider-Man white, we all know it, and it was like, it's a cartoon, it's a comic, but okay, whatever, and so, you know, just seeing that that brown-skinned man 
was not welcomed in that community to be able to be Spider-Man, but to now see that this brown-skinned woman is joining the joining the tribe you know it just makes me happy to know that little bit of information and I don't got nothing else on it except that it comes out in 2022 um I believe yep it's supposed to come out in October of 2022 and so I I didn't see the first one if you wanted to know I don't know anything about it never saw anything I don't know what the story is about but I am excited about that. But if you want to see Issa Rae right now, you can go check out Black Lady um, Sketch Show, which is on HBO, I believe, because that's where she's been currently. And like I said, um, uh, Insecure is getting ready to come back out. I don't know if we have a time for Insecure. I'm hoping that it comes out soon. But I don't think we still have even a time for... um, when the last season of Insecure is coming out, but look out for all those projects because she be doing all kind of stuff out here in these streets. So there's a lot of people who are happy right now, including uh, Pharrell. Y'all know Pharrell, the um, producer and sometimes artist. If you don't know him from anything else, you know him from Cause I'm Happy. He also did... um, all I want to do is zoom, a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. I know you're going to be like, that was Teddy Riley, but the person who made the beat for that, the producer of that song was Pharrell. Look it up. You got to know your history because <laughs> that's the kind of trivia I have in my head, okay? Anyway, the what 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 people and Pharrell are happy about are is the fact that Juneteenth has been declared a federal holiday. Pharrell has been campaigning on the internet for this to be a thing for a long time. And so, you know, I know that he's pretty happy about it. There are some concerns though. Let's go, but let's let's talk about it real quick. Juneteenth is typically celebrated in the African-American community on June 19th. The history behind Juneteenth, if you are not, if you are not familiar, is that uh, you know, when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and slaves were then freed, it took like two years, I think, for it to, for the news to travel and to get all the way to Texas. So by the time it got to Texas, I guess it was like June 19th. And that's when they celebrated because those slaves now knew that they were actually free because if y'all really thought that somebody was just like, <laughs> like there was like a news story that there wasn't no TVs back then, people wasn't watching on TVs. This had to travel. This news had to travel from the from the the capital where you know Lincoln was at to these other states. And if you really thought that. Uh, you know, slave owners who knew, some of them knew this information, was really just giving it freely to their slaves. They were not. They were like trying to hold off, like, well, I'll tell them next week, or I'll tell them next month, or I'll tell them when the crops are, you know, done, or, you know, we ain't get the information, whatever. But there were Black people who were traveling because they had been freed, and they were going to look for, uh, you know, their family members, and they were going to be like, we know we can walk around because we're free. Y'all didn't know yet. And then, you know, like all of that was happening. And so Juneteenth is the official holiday of when Black people were, you know, saying that by the time it got to Texas, everybody kind of knew that they were free. Now, we know that everybody wasn't because there still were some people who were saying that they were still enslaved in the 60s, but we ain't going to get into all of that. We're just going to go with what 
you know, the national information is. So people have been celebrating it. This year, the bill has been passed. It is now a federal law that it is a holiday and you could go ahead on and celebrate it. Now, there are some states this year who are actually giving off to their employees the the day. I'm trying to see this. I am um, reading this story from CNN Politics, um, which is an online story that I'm reading here. Now, um, it says that Nebraska, Maryland, Missouri, West Virginia, and Alabama will give most public employees the day off. That's already joining Texas, Virginia, New York, Massachusetts, and Washington, which had already made Juneteenth a paid state holiday, okay? Then they have some colleges like Ohio State, Texas A&M. They canceled their classes for the day. And um, there are also um, uh, Harvard, Georgetown, Virginia Tech, Columbia, the University of Virginia, Townsend, Drake, Loyola, um, they started honoring Juneteenth as the university holiday in 2020. So those colleges will continue tradition this year and those people will have Friday off. Now, one of the things that didn't change this year was postal service. Postal service will still continue today. And I know because of the fact that my garbage day is today, Garbage is still getting picked up today as well. Um, those people did not get off, at least not in my city. Um, but Postal Service said that they did not have enough time to prepare for postal um, service to be canceled today. So we're going to be checking to see what they do next year because, uh, excuse me, Postal Service said y'all ain't delivering mail on Columbus Day, which I believe they don't, don't, don't quote me though, because they could, then, you know, and he, that story is a lie, and he was a thief and a murderer, then you could go ahead on and cancel that stuff for Juneteenth, but we'll see what happens next year. This year, it's just this. That is one of the concerns, though. But, uh, one of the one of the bigger concerns for me is, you know, we've been doing all of this talk, there's been a lot of people advocating for um, reparations, and that has not come. And there has been a lot of talk about, you know, this critical race theory that um, they're trying to implement into the schools and the teachers saying, you know, oh, no, we can't do that. We shouldn't do that. We don't want to do that. Um, and parents being like, I don't want my children to be taught that white people did bad things. That is the concern is like, oh, because we have been advocating for this critical race theory, y'all went on ahead and was just like, oh, here, we're not going to give you the critical race theory. So much so that if some people decided they're going to teach critical race theory, then um, they're going to be fined, um, you know, for doing it. People may lose their jobs for trying to teach it. But here, go ahead on, y'all can have this holiday. My concern with the fact that this is a holiday is like, what the white people going to do with this holiday? Because, you know, we've seen what they did with Cinco de Mayo, which is like, I believe it's American holiday anyway. I really don't think, I don't, I, I really didn't look in it too much, but I don't think that Mexicans are celebrating Cinco de Mayo in um, 
Mexico. But either way, we know that, you know, white people will white up some stuff. And, you know, we know what they're doing. You know, they mad racist, don't like anything that has to do with any brown people, but want to get a taco and a, a, a guacamole all the time, want to eat all the avocados they can, you know. And so I'm concerned with what this is going to do with people, you know, for, for pe- how this is going to affect people of color when this is a national holiday, because I don't got time for the white people trying to do some Juneteenth things at the office right quick. It don't sit well with me. I'm already concerned about it. I don't know if you all are, but I know I sure I surely am. We can't get critical race theory put into <laughs> the schools, but we can let uh, Sarah come over here and decide she's going to try to make um, some greens or something and I don't got time for all of that. We already see what they did to the kale. They took the kale and they made it their own thing and sometimes kale ain't even the same price as collards and mustards and I don't got time for my um, cultural foods going up in price during certain times, like when they jack up the price of a daggone turkey around Thanksgiving. And we already know what they did with the Thanksgiving because that is a slaughter celebration. And we ain't going to get into it. We're just going to keep on talking about the fact that Juneteenth is I'm, I'm nervous and I'm concerned. I don't got time for nobody trying to put on what they think is like African or um, African clothes or trying to do like slave reenactment freedom plays or like, I don't, I like, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm scared y'all. I really am scared. I'm scared of what the whites is going to do to the Juneteenth holiday. Like they, they just need to leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't do none of that stuff. Don't come up in the office with your braids in your hair or your fake Afro type look or whatever you trying to do. That's going to make you feel like you part of the celebration of the freedom of the slaves. Like, we don't need, I don't need nobody to do it. I'm scared. I don't know, y'all. Like, I, huh, help me, please. Help me, help me. Because, you know, the bigger picture is, it's like, yeah, this is cute, and we'll take it or whatever. But we really want that uh, critical race theory to be taught in these schools. And I know if some people are going to be like, but what's that going to prove? It's, it's going to change things and change. Like, I know change is hard, but they just threw this at us, y'all. We could have been had Juneteenth, like, for real. And, yes, it, like it's, it's like anytime we ask for one thing, they throw these like these smaller things at us. And I don't mean small as in Juneteenth as a federal holiday is not a thing. But we were asking for something else at this time. You know, it's like I saw a woman on TikTok and she was saying like, you know, we ask, we're asking for reparations and critical race theory. And they gave us um, illegal to fire us for wearing our hair naturally the way that it comes out of our heads. And... Um, giving us Juneteenth as a federal holiday and giving it to us so close to the to the day that most people did not prepare, were not given enough time to prepare for 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 things to be closed and for people to be off this day, you know. And I guess maybe they thought, well, they go ahead Saturday anyway, and they can go ahead on and have a cookout or whatever they're going to do tomorrow. But we didn't have time to plan for you know for the 
I don't know. I just don't know. I'm just concerned about what this is going what this is going to look like when the white people get a hold of it. And some teachers in the classroom going to be inappropriately trying to handle this situation with the kids. And I just think that we there is a year. It's a whole year. We have a year to prepare the whites on how that they need to handle this next year so that when, you know, because next year, the projection is that next year going to be open, open. And so we want to make sure that, um, you know, they don't try to do anything at the, at the school. I mean, at the uh, summer camps and the vacation Bible schools and, the, um, you know, summer schools and all of that stuff. Cause I know school is out for a lot of kids right now. So it's, we don't have that many problems, but it is summer school time for a lot of kids. And them teachers, please, y'all, please tell your teachers, if y'all teachers right now, or even if y'all parents, please tell your teachers, don't, 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 don't just take it upon yourself to decide what you want to do in celebration of this holiday. Speak to your Black parents, speak to your Black co-workers, get on the internet and start looking and, and, and research ideas because you don't just decide that you know on your own because you read a little bit of something or you saw a quick little clip of something real quick. Don't do that. Don't run it past somebody. You really should. And, um, you know, the rest of y'all, get out there and celebrate it. I know in my city there is a um, festival going on tomorrow. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to go participate in that. And um, because my city is going to have um, Big Daddy Kane flying through, and I'm going to go see the concert, okay? <laughs> There's other things that's going to be happening, but I'm excited to go see Big Daddy Kane tomorrow, and it is free, so I will be in there. Um, I hope I hope y'all having a good time. I hope y'all celebrate. I hope y'all have off today, and if you don't have off today, I hope that you do acknowledge at your job that uh this holiday is exists now and you know make it be known that you're celebrating it don't be afraid to do it and you know go down to whatever your local juneteenth celebration is go down and participate let your voice be heard be seen go out and hang out i mean you know if you're somebody who's going out in the streets i'll still be masked up most of the places i go anyway like if i walk if i take a walk um, you know, I don't, um, wear the mask anymore because I'm not generally a lot, around a lot of people, but I still, still wear it inside the stores. But anyway, we're going to keep them going. Um, you know, just, just be safe if you go out, you know, if you're going to be out in the streets, be safe about it. But I do, in, I do encourage you to celebrate in some way, to acknowledge the day in some way. You know, sometimes when, you are connected with people, you really have to pay attention to what that connection really is because there are so many people who will offer the um, promise of a better connection and but never give it to you. And there's a lot of us who have sat around waiting for the, the person to want, you know, to see you and be like, oh, they're good enough to be with. Let me you know, let me do better. And it just doesn't happen. What I mean by that is like, I know, I know somebody who was dating a man and he would always say, he doesn't really 
believe in relationships like that. But if he was going to be in a relationship, she would be the person he would be in a relationship with. And then would be like, so, but do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to go to lunch? And I know it's when I'm saying it right now, it sounds like, well, why would she date him? But it didn't happen that way. It first was like they met, they was going on dates, you know, everything was cool. When it was time to be like, you know, should we move this to the next, the next step? It, uh, they would just kind of be like, you know, relationships, I'm kind of leery about a relationship because I had a bad one in the past, but, you know, I really see you and I see how, you know, I, I, I like being around you and everything and I really like creating moments with you and because of that, you know, if I, I know that when I'm ready to be in a relationship, you would be the person that I would want to, you know, be in a relationship with meaning like if I if I wanted to put a title on something you would be the person that I would definitely want to give a title to and then they would be like okay well you know like when do you think that that would kind of be and they like you know I mean I'm really working on myself I'm working on you know releasing the feelings that I had and everything and I don't want to lose you in my life I really like you in my life and everything like that and then the person would just be like okay I understand that I'm cool with that and they're like, you know, I want to continue to keep dating you and everything. So, you know, do you want to go on a trip with me? I, you know, I'll take you on a trip. And the person's like, yeah, let's go on a trip. And so the woman, you know, went on a trip and all of those type of things. And, and that cycle kept happening. This is also one of those things, too, where people will say, like, you know, um, yeah, this is why I don't do relationships. Like the first time you say something that's like... Uh, argumentative you start doing you know you start arguing with the person and they go see this and this is exactly why I don't do relationships and then you're like why like I can't have an opinion that doesn't agree with your opinion and then it's like no I mean I'm just saying like you know the, the reason why we're arguing is because there's like expectations and expectations and I just don't like expectations that's why I have a hard time with relationships because of the expectations and then you're like I mean I'm really not trying to put expectations on you and they're like oh, I mean I don't know I mean I really like you and I really you know I wouldn't even like to keep on dating you and all those things but like I don't know if I want to be in a relationship with you meanwhile they calling you every day, you calling them every day, they checking in, sometimes people even be moving in with people, let's be honest, or y'all go on vacations together, you know, you have a feeling that you can't tell that person that you talking to somebody else and they they would not dare tell you that they're talking to anybody else, there is an illusion of exclusivity, Okay, that, that that's what I want to say. There there is a there is a, an illusion created of exclusivity, and so even though we never officially said anything, we do walk around here pretending we are very exclusive in our relationship. Because what I need you to know is you are in a relationship. Whether the person says to you, "You my girlfriend," "You my boyfriend." You guys are in a relationship. You are in relationship with your coworkers if you work together and y'all continue to have conversations. That is a relationship. It's not the committed relationship that you want, but you are in a relationship, okay? And so a lot of us live in this space of illusions of exclusivity. And my my encouragement today is to tell you, like, you need to, you have to get clear and defined times of things not from the other person but for you if I am talking to somebody 
and I would like to be in a committed relationship with them. I can't keep on rolling around like it feel like it, it look like it, we must be it because a lot of times we make commitments in our mind that the other person that we are in a relationship with did not agree with, okay? We just kind of assume, well, they here, so they must feel the same way I feel, but they don't love. They do not feel the same way you feel. They do not bring the same requirements that you bring, and, and, and you should not diminish what you want because you think that they'll come around to it eventually. I have an aunt who was at one point was telling me that um, her relationship works because they waited, they waited, she waited some things out. Like, you know, she wanted, she wanted the relationship, like she wanted a committed relationship and she wasn't getting it in the beginning because of the way that things were worded. But after a while, her, her um, person came around and, you know, they ended up in a committed relationship. And then it was like, I wanted, you know, a defined thing. And they didn't want that at first, but then, you know, I waited it out a little while. And after a while, you know, it worked. And that could work for some people, but I, that would not be my suggestion. My suggestion would not be to wait it out. Because there, if you know, you know, there's a lot of us who waited for some stuff that we never got because the person knew that they didn't have to give it to us because we just sitting around here giving our all for a person who's saying like, if I was going to give all of me, I would give all of me to you. What that really saying is I'm not giving all of me to you right now. And so, you know, I, don't, I feel like if you're not deserving of it at this point because we get to make the decision on what people give to us. And a lot of times we put it on ourselves. I had a friend who would always be like, well, if he don't want to be here, why he's still here? He's still here because you've given him all that he wants without having to give you all that you want. That's why he's still here. It works well for him. If you don't like it, you have to say you have to go. And you know why a lot of people don't say you have to go? It's because people really do believe that there has to be a huge devastation before a breakup occurs. Like, you don't want to look like a bad person. We, especially as women, we have been taught, like, you know, don't look like a bad person. Don't look like a mean person. All of those things. Be polite. Be kind. Be loving. Be nurturing. But we getting hurt in the end. So we don't want to say, listen, I want to sing. You don't want that thing. I know you saying that eventually you might want it, but I want it today. And I don't want to wait another two years to see if you may want it in two years. Because let me tell you something, sis. If I'm 40 something years old and I'm trying to get into a committed relationship, I don't got time for no maybes, I could be, I don't know. I got to try to figure it. No. Now, if you want to have fun and you just want to kick it with somebody, that's one thing. And I don't have a problem with that. If that's how you live that's how you live if that's how I live that's how I live but when I know I want to be in the committed relationship I don't want to be with people who think they might want to or they looking into it or you know they they can see it in a near future their near future don't mean the same numbers as you okay that's not a thing and I know a lot of y'all especially in this age group be like well common sense would tell you no love let me Hurt your feelings real quick. Common sense is a myth. Everybody's house is not taught the same things. 
everybody's priorities are not the same. And so just because you think that you heard a lot of people arguing about something, if a lot of people have been arguing about it, it must mean that it really ain't working the way that everybody think it is. Because why we got to argue about it? Why is it not just common sense and we all just know how to do it? So we do not all know how to um, be in relationship. You have to look into that. Now, that brings me to my next point. <laughs> you, a lot of us don't even know what healthy relationships look like. We are going off of what we saw our parents benefit from or what we believe our parents didn't do right. But a lot of what we saw in our parents, we saw as children. And so we had child eyes and didn't understand the totality of a thing. And most of us have not had relationship talks with our parents, not no real for reals. For real, I ain't. I don't know. I, I can tell you, I don't know none of my friends who have. None who have had a real for real conversation with their mama or their daddy about relationships. So because of that, we have a lot of women who do not have good understanding of what a healthy relationship look like going to connect with men and women who also do not have understanding of healthy relationship and then walking around being like, well, common sense will tell you how ain't nobody seen it. How? How is it common sense? You don't even know how to do it, which is usually why a lot of times you have arguments with somebody. You It just doesn't work. And so you have to be more diligent in what relationship means. And you would be able to do all of that. And all of that brings me back to a person can't tell you, you know, oh, maybe later I'm looking into the near future or whatever, whatever. If you are willing to have for real conversations about what relationship looks like for you and a lot of us women if y'all listening let me tell you it is a little manipulative to know exactly what you want and to not make that clear and then to in hopes that you know what you want don't scare him away in the beginning and then turn around and be mad because he ain't giving you those things and want to argue with him all the time because you ain't getting those things you didn't tell him up front that's what you wanted. And he has been telling you the whole time what he willing to give. And you have decided that this is who I wanted my future forever to be. So I'm just going to keep on nagging him till he understand those things. That's not, a, that's not okay either. If you know that you want, now I'm in my 40s. Okay, so I'm past kids. My kids is grown, grown. My friend's kids are grown, grown. Okay. They not grown, grown, but they young adults right up in through here. We don't, we ain't talk about kids, but if you know, if you're a younger person here and let's include kids, if you know that you want kids, if you know that you want to be married, if you know that you want to live in the suburbs and not in the city, if you know that you want to purchase a house, you don't want to rent for forever. If you know you don't even want to, your, your plan ain't even to live in this city, that current city that you live in, your plan is to relocate soon. If you know that those are things that you want, let that be clear because you don't want to start dating a man who is like, I grew up in this neighborhood. My mama got a house in this neighborhood. My sister got a house in this neighborhood. My cousins got houses in this neighborhood. This is where I want to live and die in LA. It's the 
place to be. Like if that's how they living and you want to relocate, this may not be the person for you, you know? And yes, I know you're going to be like, but sometimes, you know, you never know if they could, if you're, if your thing is you never know, then you never know either way. Let that sink in. If you never know to your benefit, you also never know to your detriment. It, it may not happen. How And so if that's the case, you have to put a timeline on how long you would be willing to wait to have to, to put that idea in somebody's mind and to um, let, give them time to come around to your wants or desires or needs, whatever category you put in these things in for your life. You have to be clear about it and you have to listen. Some of y'all do not listen because the fantasy feel better. You don't listen to what is really being put in front of you. I used to talk to a dude. I know a dude. I used to talk to a dude back in the day, my 20s though, like 20 years ago. And he used to slide over to the house and he would be there for, you know, a while. We kicked it, all of that. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm grown. I can tell you what I did. He used to come over and kick it or whatever. We were not in a we were not in a committed relationship. He kicked it with other people. I always knew who he was kicking it with, okay? And one of the reasons why it worked well with us was because he knew he could come over and tell me that he was kicking it with other people. Fine. But there were times when those women would be, you know, knew that he was kicking it with me, but the fantasy in their head was that they would end up with him, okay? He was very crafty at never committing to anybody. So, I mean, but he could live with the woman. Like, he'd be living up in this girl house, and you know, this is 20, so I'm calling them girls. Sorry, women who get offended. Um, you know, he was living at a girl house, and she would be all upset or whatever, and then he would, you know, I would be telling him, like, she mad because this, that, or whatever. And he'd be like, I never told her I was her boyfriend. I never said that. I never called her my girlfriend. I never said she was my boyfriend, whatever. And at the time, I didn't know, you know, he, like, don't, like, even though I didn't want him to be my boyfriend, I still should not have been dealing with this man because I knew that he was this kind of man. You know what I'm saying? But I was out too young to realize that I'm smarter. I'm wiser. I'm stronger. Like, you know, like, I, <laughs> we already know I can't sing. Don't worry about it. Like, but that's, but back then, I didn't realize, like, I shouldn't be talking to him either because, like, look how he's treating women. And I wasn't on, you know, I rise for my women. I'm riding for my women. I wasn't on team ride for my women back then. I'm on it now, but back then I wasn't. But he was always, like, breaking he wasn't breaking hearts. Women were always allowing their hearts to be broken because of him, because they thought that it looked like relationships, so it must be a relationship. But he wasn't, he never felt committed to anybody because in his mind, I'm sliding through, and y'all know I'm sliding through. I sleep at your house sometimes. I sleep over at her house sometimes, you know, whatever. And I don't know what he was doing with other people, but like we wasn't going on dates. So, you know what it was about we don't gotta mm, but you know and but he was one of those men who was very good at it because nobody said anything and because we all think it's common sense we all think that everybody knows what we want because we should be we because we think everybody want it and it's just not a thing you have to speak up 
in the beginnings of your relationships. Now, if you meet a person and y'all start talking tomorrow, do you need to give them the whole list tomorrow? No. But when you start feeling like you want to be committed, you don't want to talk to no other people, you're not going to entertain another date. And, and, and you know, because dating, you could go on dates with a bunch of people. You don't have to sleep with everybody you go on dates with. But, I mean, and even if, if that's your prerogative, that's the life you live. That's the life you live. But I'm just telling you, you don't have to be exclusive with anybody unless you all have a conversation about exclusivity. Some of us just assume that the man is being exclusive to us because we we have a lot of their attention. But in this day and age, with social media, a cute little quick text message, you I could be with you and talk to somebody else at the same time right now. You don't know what I'm doing over here. And if you are so insecure that I'm on my phone all the time, you don't need to be in a relationship with me. And that's just honesty. But I'm just telling you, you know, speak up ahead of time. Tell people what you want. And then that way you won't be living in a fantasy world of the illusion of exclusivity. Because you would know straight up front what it is that you are getting. Because you will be asking for what you want and people, you will know that whether a person, because if you ask for some things, there are some people who will just be like, I'm game with that. I'm not game with these two things. And also, I need these three things. If you sign on to these three things, I can give you those things minus these two things, what you think, right? That's that's how a healthy relationship works. If then. If you're not willing to, you know, lay it out there and tell people exactly what you want, a lot of people don't do it, again, because they think, you know, somebody is going to be scared away by it. If you're not willing to to put it out there, though, you're not, there is no guarantee that you're going to get what you want. Like I said before, you cannot believe that it is common sense that everybody wants the same thing in a relationship. It's not known. And you should always be in a relationship where you feel safe and comfortable to speak your wants and needs. Like if you can't, you don't feel like you can do that thing, then, you know, why are you there? Why are you with a person that you have to, you know, argue with? If, if you're saying this a person, like you always do that, you always say that you are, then that's who they are. Like that's it. They always doing it because that's who they are. And if you don't like that, it's up to you to decide if you want to be in a relationship with a person who always does these certain type of things. Because you you should not be getting in a relationship thinking you want to change a person. You should not be getting in a relationship thinking that because they are with you means that you are better than the last person they are in a relationship with. You should not be getting into a relationship with a person thinking that, you know, yeah, they ain't doing it now, but, but once they get with me, I'm going to make them want. Don't don't get into a relationship with that. That's too much work. That's too much effort on your side, which which usually is not reciprocated in the same levels. And you will find yourself tired and upset and feeling used or neglect it a lot. Just tell people what you want. 
Tell people what you want so that you can find people who will give you what you need. They out there. And if not, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, just tell a person, kick them to the curb. Go ahead on some dates and have fun with them. Just don't commit to that person. Don't expect them to commit to you until you find a person who tell you, yes, I'm riding with these things. And you also say, okay, I'm willing to let go of some of these things and give you some of the things you're saying that you want. Then just kick it in have fun sis bruh person them they him her everybody y'all have fun until you find the thing or you're gonna waste a lot of time in um years on people who ain't trying to give you nothing like what you want to have but I don't know. I just be out here talking. You know, this is just saying a little thing over here. I don't know nothing about nothing. Um, I do know that I watched a lot of people feelings hurt and find themselves in devastating situations because nobody knew how to speak up for what they really wanted. And so what they did was some drastic things that would push people away so that they wouldn't have to have the conversations. The conversations is all that it is is what it not all that it takes, but is a very big part of what it takes to clear clear conversation. You really got to be clear about what it is you're saying you want. Don't just be like everybody know that, you know, dreams are a thing and I have some and you know, so I just want to don't do that don't you you can't even say a thing like if you don't want to be in a relationship with me then you can't you know then maybe you shouldn't be here or you gonna have to get yourself together if you want to be here with me because if you tell somebody that you got to get yourself together they got to get themselves together it do I do I have to be all the way together or can I be a work in progress here <laughs> trying to get myself together and then if I can be a work in progress or you putting the timeline on how long it takes for me to get myself together or am I do I get to put the timeline on it because I if I put the timeline on it I could roll around here for another five years you know just being like you know I'm just really trying to get myself together I would, and you know as soon as I do you know I would you know you I would love to explore the conversation of marriage but that's five more years of you waiting to see if they together Now, you know, like, no, put timelines on some things and call it a day. Like, let's just, y'all, talk to your people. That's all I'm saying. Talk to your people. Be clear about what you want. Be clear with yourself so that you can be clear with the people that you're in relationship with. But anyway, (laughs) y'all, I got to go. Like I said, it's it's almost, it's it's Juneteenth federal holiday time. And I got to prepare myself. You know, I got to retwist these locks and everything like that. So I look cute out here in these streets. And, um, you know, go ahead on from there. Don't forget, I'm still suggesting that you wear your mask. I know some of y'all want to come out of the mask. I went to the store and saw people without the mask, and I was looking at them like, <gasps> Ooh. <gasps> oh, it almost made me feel like the zombies was in the store, for real. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I felt a little bit nervous and scared. I put my mask on. I pulled that thing up and was like, I'm just going to keep on sucking in. But I will say this, though. Now that the masks aren't a requirement, I do feel like I breathe, it's harder for me to breathe in them now. This is, I know it's just a mental thing, but that's how it feels to me. 
But I'm about to go out here and do that. So mask up. Keep washing your hands. Y'all already know. Keep that hand sanitizer, especially now, now that the people is on here. Make sure you got hand sanitizer in your car and make sure you're using that soap and water a lot up here in these streets. And be safe out here during Juneteenth because, you know, people are outside and when it gets hot, we know how the streets like to act. So be safe, be mindful, watch what you're doing. And, um, you know, just keep on loving yourself out here in these streets. And I'll be back next week. Bye, y'all.